Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're actually going to be talking briefly about oil in Israel. But before we get there, let me give you an update. First, a brief refresher, because this next article I'm going to read is going to be very important, but only for those people that understand about four things. One is the definition of internal revolution is the overthrow of the government by the government's people, an overthrow of the government. You remember that Dmitry Dudeman was told in 1984 that the fall of America would start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Then, December 10 to 14, 2001, Terry Bennett had an angel visit from the angel Gabriel also, where he was told that for a while America will have a fractional government. The military will step in and seize control of our federal government. You'd call it a coup, but in all honesty, it'll be to help our nation. That's why the military will step in. Then, as a third witness, remember the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. April 2nd, 2021, Jack Rigney also had a dream. This portion said, I saw an armored battalion of tanks, Humvees with roof-mounted machine guns and armored personnel carriers with cannons go to the Capitol, the Supreme Court, and the White House. One group went to the Capitol, one to Supreme Court, one to White House. Army personnel disarmed all Secret Servicemen, guards, and police guarding those three buildings. Then the army personnel went back in to all three different buildings and took whatever they wanted. He saw the military take temporary control of the nation to arrest the evildoers, the wrongdoers, and that's the way the Constitution would have it. Under certain circumstances, the military can step in and take temporary control of the nation in order to put things back in order. And that is what I saw. Now, we Christians are praying that God will soften or delay and that he will give us another chance to have some more time. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, here it is, and turn from their wicked ways, then he will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. And we're praying that that is what's going to happen. However, Dimitri was told by one of the angels that the judgment has been set. Okay. We understand if the fall of America is in six different chapters in the Bible, Revelation 18, Jeremiah 50, 51, Isaiah 13, 21, and 47, it's not going away, but at least we need to pray for it to be softened and delayed. I'd love to think that we could delay it 40 years. Now, here's the new information. I think, I hope, I'm even going to say I pray, that turn from a wicked ways is us, or I should say Trump and the military, uh, affecting massive arrests, massive arrests, just as I heard in an audible voice on uh, March 9th. There you go. Now, here's the new information. Thehill.com and many other of the news organizations report this. Headline, 800 arrested across 18 countries in high-tech global organized crime sting. Now, before I get into reading this, you have to understand that this does not necessarily mean that this is enough to stop the judgment coming to America. 
That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say it may confirm the things that we've been talking about, the military takeover of the United States, the cleaning up of the United States, and in fact, the whole world, in a lot of ways, is actually in process, as we've been saying. It's actually been in process since 2017. All right, look, back to the article. More than 800 people have been arrested in 18 countries in a global organized crime sting, organized by the FBI and agencies and authorities, said on Tuesday. Operation Trojan Shield is a shining example of what can be accomplished when international law enforcement partners from around the world worked together and developed state-of-the-art investigative tools to detect, disrupt, and dismantle transnational criminal organizations, said Calvin Shivers, assistant director of the FBI's Criminal Investigative Division. The operation began after authorities were able to infiltrate an encrypted platform called Anom and convinced criminals that it was a safe app for communication. The FBI was reportedly able to give phones to more than 300 criminal gangs in more than 100 countries in the past year and a half, contributing to the arrests. We've been in the back pockets of organized crime. All they talk about is drugs, violence, hits on each other, innocent people who are going to be murdered, Australian Federal Police Commissioner Reese Kershaw said. Approximately $148 million in cash, Cryptocurrencies, 250 firearms, 55 luxury cars, 32 tons of drugs were also seized, AP noted. In Europe, 75 people were arrested. In Sweden, more than 60 people in Germany and 49 in Netherlands, according to Reuters. The success of the Operation Trojan Shield is a result of tremendous innovation, dedication and unprecedented international cooperation. There are also numerous high-level public corruption cases in several countries. From the sting, as many groups were being ripped off about police whereabouts, an FBI official said in an affidavit. Now, in another article, it said that, that this had also exposed some evil in high political places. Now, this particular article didn't have that, but I read several of the articles. So, essentially, what they did, the FBI made an app put it on a phone, then they gave the phones to an insider, and then the insider handed all the phones around, all of these 300 criminal gangs, and so they were able to actually track all of what they thought was secure, private, unbreakable uh, communications. All the time, all of the law enforcement in these what, eight, eight, 100 different countries were actually monitoring them. I wonder why we can't, or who knows, maybe they are doing something just like that. But I mean, you know, with people like Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and things like if if we had all the truth, most of these people would be rounded up. Now, that's the, the update. But now I want to talk to you about oil in Israel. I don't think that we have just sat and had a conversation <laughs> where I've just kind of, I have no notes. I'm just going to talk from my heart this morning. And I'm going to explain to you about oil in Israel. So I was raised in the oil patch. <laughs> I was raised in Odessa, Texas. And literally outside of my window, I could, I could walk out the front door, turn to the left a little bit, walk across the street, and there was a pump jack. 
when I would go out rabbit hunting with my BB gun or pellet gun or something like that as, as a child, I was walking among pump jacks. When I went to school, just about everybody in the school worked in the oil patch. If they weren't roughnecks, they were roustabouts, or they were someone driving a pump truck, everybody, well, as a matter of fact, I remember seeing bumper stickers on a lot of cars, and it said, oil feeds my family and pays my taxes. That's the world I grew up in, and I never wanted to have anything to do with it. <laughs> oil stinks. It's filthy. <laughs> a lot of my friends, I met a very, very good friend. Uh, drove upon a tank battery. Now, that's one of these giant things that holds lots and lots of barrels of oil. And uh, two of his other co-workers had gone inside this tank battery, and there was H2S, hydrogen sulfide, inside that tank battery. Hydrogen sulfide is colorless, odorless, and one whiff of it, and you're dead. Well, these two guys had gone inside the tank battery, and there was H2S in there, and they fell dead. Well, at least he thought he was there. they were dead. So he, he crawled down inside there and was able to pull both of them out. Both of them lived, but he died. Yeah, I've had a lot of friends injured in the oil business, and I've had more than one of them die. So again, it was not any interest to me. So now let's push forward. Back in 1982, a fellow by the name of Hayseed Stevens, a full-time oil man and part-time pastor out of Willow Park, Texas, Got, he, he was contacted by a group of oil men, and they invited him to go to Israel with him to meet Menachem Begin. And I believe he said it was the month of April. He said while he was there, he said the Lord spoke to his heart and said that the world's largest oil field is located at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. He thought, well, if that's true, then it's got to be in the Bible. So he came back, started researching, and he found 17 scriptures in the Bible that says in the last days, massive amounts of oil will be found in Israel. So he decided he was going to go after this. And so he formed an oil company, I believe it was 1995, and I won't mention the name of it. And we put him on a speaking tour in 1998, and it was 10 different cities where he was going out and casting his vision to gather the money to go drill and find the oil and basically give it to Israel. He said that that blew financial life into his vision. But in 2003, he fell dead of a heart attack, and his son took over the company, and things didn't go so well. So in 2007, his former attorney called, his oil attorney, and asked if I would be willing to start a new oil corporation to continue the vision to find oil in Israel. My exact words were... <laughs> Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> I've got plenty on my plate. Uh, no. You know, I mean, again, I grew up in the oil patch. I knew a lot about it, and I was not really interested. And I said, but I, I will pray about it, but, you know, probably not. So then I'd have prayed about it. And I said, Lord, as you know, I don't have any extra $5,000 laying around to give that attorney to start some oil corporation. So if you want me to do this, send the money in Jesus' name. And I thought, boy, that's a good, a good way to get out of it. And the next day, the thought never even occurred to me. I even forgot about the prayer. But the office called and said, uh, ladies call, once talked to you about oil in Israel. <laughs> Why do these people keep asking me? I don't have anything to do with this. And he says, well, 
she's been a faithful $50 a month partaker now for over 10 years. I think I had to call her. I said, well, I was going to call her anyway, but you know, now I feel more obligated. So I called her. Thank you for calling. The reason I asked you to call is because two nights ago, God woke me up in the middle of the night, told me to give you $30,000 to continue the vision to find oil in Israel. My exact response was, well, fine. She said, what? <laughs> so I explained to her. So, yeah, she sent the $30,000 check, and it cleared, and we're off to the races. January the 1st of 2008, we formed the Prophetic Oil Company. Now, let me just tell you in advance, right now we are not offering stock, and so my discussing of this has nothing to do with offering any kind of stock or offerings or any kind of securities in any way. This is only discussing Bible prophecy. Now, speaking of that, so when I got involved, obviously then Stan the Prophecy Man <laughs> went to researching all about what the Bible says about oil in Israel. Well, again, Hayseed had found 17 scriptures, but I now have over 30 scriptures, including, I believe I have the single scripture that when you understand what it is saying, it almost puts an X on the map showing you where the oil is located. In addition to that, October 28th of 2001, Leslie had a dream and in the dream, God showed her where the oil flows underneath the nation of Israel. And he said, an oil must, must come forth quickly, and the oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. And there's more to that. Well, here, I'll tell you, I'd, let me just give you that one. Uh, April 15, 2002, now this is a different dream than what I was just talking about. One of them showed, I mean, literally a map. Okay, so she, we, we know where the oil is. Okay, and of course, a lot of people wouldn't believe that, but I know where to be accurate. So we literally, we know where it is. We know where to drill. Okay, there, 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 for us, there's not a question. But anyway, she had another dream, April 15, 2002. We call it Air Fatten Hospital. And she was told six points. The first point was that Air Fat would go to the hospital and die there. Well, at the time, there was a very big prophecy to be able to put that out on the radio and send to all of our best supporters. Yet, about two years later, 11-11-04 at 3.30 a.m., just like she was told, Arafat died in the hospital. But you see, at the time we put that out, Arafat was not allowed outside of his compound. So it was a very big prophecy. Point two, Israel will give the Palestinians a state, three, the Palestinian state would be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen their military. Four, oil will be discovered in Israel. Five, oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. Six, Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. With that in mind, I started studying, found 30 scriptures, and as I said, the one tells me where to drill, but... I also found a collection, I'm doing this off the top of my head, I've got all these notes on my computer, but I found like a collection of five other scriptures, and when you put them together, and you got to go back and study the Hebrew, and I mean, I've spent hours and hours and hours researching all of this, and going back into the Hebrew, and what does that mean, and so I've dissected it, and cut it apart, and beat it up, and <laughs> repainted it, <laughs> so uh, anyway, I believe that those verses tell me also how deep to drill. You see, since I've done some research on this, so 
since 1953, there's been over 500 holes, test holes, drilled in Israel looking for oil. And out of those 500, I think it's 507, 513 or something like that, I forget the numbers, but there's only seven, again, at last check, it may have changed, there's only seven that are still producing, meaning seven out of 50 some odd is terrible. <laughs> okay, so why can't they find the oil when there's 30 scriptures that says that Israel has massive amounts of oil? One of them describes it like this, like oil will come out of the ground like squeezing a grape. Another place the Bible describes it, that it says that oil will come out of the ground, sque- squirting out of the ground as the breast of a young maiden. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I mean, how do you tell somebody what a gusher looks like? That's a pretty good way. So, in my opinion, I know where to drill. Okay, so how do we go about this? All right, so I've done some checking. And since I know how deep the oil well has to drill, and I'll also tell you that Andy Sorrell drilled a number of oil wells over in Israel, and he said that the very deepest oil well was drilled to 20,232 feet up in the Ashkelon. I want to say Ashkelon area. No, Atlet. It's called Atlet. Well, I remember that. Again, I'm doing this off the top of my head. And uh, he, he had said he had hit a light showing of uh, light-colored yellow crude oil. See, because there's five different colors of crude oil that I have found. One, of course, is black. Another one is tea-colored, which is where the Beverly Hillbillies theme song got Texas tea, because when you put this particular crude oil into a glass and set it next to a cup of tea, it looks just like tea. So they call it Texas tea. The other one is a green-colored oil. It looks black, but if you hold it up in 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 the light just right, it literally has a green hue to it. There's another one that is red. Remember the deep water horizon that was squirting oil under the sea here some years back? Well, I got some of that, and that is red. I mean, it's it's red like somebody's red hair. And the the highest quality oil is yellow, and it's called Bonnie Light. I got some. As a matter of fact, I've got a bottle right here on my desk. I keep it on my desk. And if you set it next to a clear jar of honey, just looking at it, you cannot tell the difference. Now, if you bump it, obviously the honey doesn't move, but the yellow crude oil will. Now, I think it's interesting because I believe it's Exodus 3.8 is when Moses went in front of the burning bush. And God said, get you up. I'm sending you into a land that flows with milk and honey. Well, what's the milk? What's the honey? Andy Sorrell also drilled some shallow wells looking for natural gas. He got a light showing of natural gas, but he said the natural gas came out of sand as white as table salt. So we think that when he said milk and honey, milk was referring to the table salt where natural gas came out, and the honey was referring to the yellow-colored crude oil. Again, the highest quality crude oil is yellow, and some of it is so high quality that you could run it through a filter and put it right into your car, and it will run your car. It will ping a lot and might even do some damage. But in other words, that's that's how much energy there is in. The highest quality, the most energy is in the the oils that have 
not just gasoline and diesel and kerosene and propane and butane and all, all of that is in crude oil. So how do we get it out of the ground? Well, I've done some research, and since we know how deep we have to drill, and since we know that all of the 500 test depth wells that they've drilled in Israel, not one of them, is deep enough. So you say, well, why haven't they found Israel oil in Israel? Well, two reasons. One is because Israel hasn't turned to Jesus. I believe it's Psalm, I want to say 119, I, I'm, I'm not certain. It says, basically, if you had returned to me, then I would have vanquished your enemies and I would have blessed you with oil. And that's in, and again, I'm doing this off the top of my head today. So I've done some research to get a rig that is big enough, powerful enough, strong enough to drill to the test depth that we need costs about $32 million at last check, and this was like six or seven years ago, so I'm sure it costs more now. But anyway, let's take that figure. $32 million for the rig. It takes six months to build the rig, and then it takes a month to ship it over to Israel. It takes another month to erect it, and then it takes about six months to drill to the test depth that we want to drill to. I've got two people that have already committed that when this thing happens, they're going to, one is going to give two rigs, another one's going to give one rig, and another one said that he might be able to give another rig. Okay, well, let's take that. Let's say we have four rigs that we're going to have built, and it may be that we can find them already made. I understand that, but and again, these are going to be big rigs because we're going to a really, really deep depth. Because, you say, why? Well, because there's several scriptures that says that the oil is located really deep. Here, I got a note up here stuck in front of my microphone. Deuteronomy 33, 13, and of Joseph, he said, Blessed be the land deep that coucheth beneath. Genesis 49:25, blessings of the deep that lieth under. Isaiah 45:3, treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. So we know that the oil is really deep over there. So it takes a month to move it, a month to set it up, six to nine months to drill. So if I had $50 million, which is about what it takes with everything included, if I had that money right now, we're still talking by the time you lay pipe down, get it to the uh, the oil refinery, you're still probably talking at least a couple, maybe three years to get that all done. Now, let's back up to the prophecy. Oil will make the Jews willing to fight for their land. What's that tell me? It tells me that the oil is not going to just be found on land that the Israelis currently control. But it also tells me that oil will be found on land that they don't control, as in right now, where they might be willing to give the Palestinians a state. But all of a sudden they say, I don't care if I gave you that land. Oil's on it. It's our land. We're taking it. See, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Now, where do I plan to drill? Well, you know, I'm not going to tell you the exact location. You understand that. Nor the exact depth. But I will say this, that out of the 500 holes... Not a one of them have been drilled in the right place or to the right depth. Not one of them. Not one. As a matter of fact, the closest one is still quite a ways off. And when I'm able to tell you the story, I promise your mouth will drop open. You will say, oh, wow. Yes, I never saw it that way. Oh, that's so awesome. 
there's been a couple of people I brought in my office, and I opened up the PowerPoint, a presentation I made, I don't know, six, seven years ago, they haven't released yet, and went through it, and their jaw drops open. Because when I show them the scriptures, when I show them the maps, <laughs> that's another thing. There's 30 different maps on the Internet that show where the 12 tribes were supposed to be assigned this land, that land, sort of stuff like that. And only one of the 30 maps is correct. And I have the scriptures that verify which one of the maps is correct. And the problem is, like, for example, I know this other oil company, which I will not mention the name of, and they are continually drilling dry holes. I don't even keep up with them. They've got a whole string of dry holes, a bunch of money they've taken from people, and but they're drilling in the wrong place. Why? Because, in my opinion, they have the wrong map. Well, we have the right map. Now, again, I'm not offering stock. I'm not selling anything. We're just talking Bible prophecy here. And anytime I start talking about it, well, i got to give you a disclaimer that we cannot guarantee we're ever going to get the money for, drill for, or hit oil in Israel. This is only a discussion on Bible prophecy. So we go over with four to six oil wells. I want to drill one in the north, one in a central location, and obviously one down at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. Now, that's another story. So in 2001, Hayseed invited me to go over to Israel, paid for my way, paid for all my expenses, fed me and everything. One of the primary reasons was he took me to the southwest end of the Dead Sea and he showed me the pipe sticking out of the ground where him and another group of people, where he was not in charge, he was just a participant, and where they drilled another hole, and he said it twisted off down in the hole. He said, but he's still pretty sure. Well, I said this. I said, if you could re-drill any place in Israel, where would you want to drill? He pointed at the pipe, and he said, right there. I said, yeah, but you said it twisted off. It's just a big ball of, the pipe's a big ball of metal at the bottom of the pipe. He said, but today, with our drilling methods, that's no problem. He said, what we do is just drill down, and then we just go right around that problem, and we just keep going down, down, down. So that's one of the areas that I plan to drill in. But again, you got to have a rig big enough to drill deep enough. And I've already given you the hint. Andy Sorrell drilled at 20,232 feet, and he hit a light showing of yellow crude oil. So that's giving you a ballpark. But that's still not deep enough because I believe that oil is not produced from pre-flood plants and animals. Instead, it is produced on a continual basis, very deep down. They estimate in the ballpark of 25 miles down. And it is also caused by the rotation of the earth. And there's been many of the wells that, for example, have gone dry. So they cap it. 5, 10, 15, 20 years later, they come back and check it. And lo and behold, oil has flowed back into the formation. Now, either they got some more dinosaurs and they killed them and they stuffed them down the pipe, or that's not where oil comes from. I assure you, yes, there is oil coming out of pre-flood plants and animals. It's mostly coal oil. But petroleum, mm -mm, that's not where it comes from. It is continually created. As I said, I grew up in West Texas, and the oil, the, the pump jack that was there when I was a boy, I think we moved there when I was uh, six, seven years old. I was just there. It's still pumping today. 
and it's probably going to be pumping until Jesus comes. Well, where is it getting the oil? Is it just a giant formation? No. Oil flows from deep, deep, deep in the earth up into the more shallow formations. And so if you're going to hit the original oil, the really high-pressure oil, the oil that squirts 200 feet into the air like Spindletop did for nine days before they could shut it down, that takes a really, really deep well. So in 2008, when Prophetic Oil started, I set up an 18-city speaking tour from Beaumont all the way up into Minneapolis. And on June 27th of 2008, I spoke in Amarillo. After I was done speaking, I prayed that night, and I said, Lord, I hope you're pleased what we're doing, because, because as you know, we're spending about $3,500 per city in advertising, and not many people are showing up, not many people are getting saved. So, And that night he spoke to me. And I heard words, and they said, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. Well, I asked back. I spoke audibly, and I said, the oil well in Israel? But there was no answer. (laughs) I've said all I'm going to say, son. (laughs) So, But the point is, I believe that I have a guarantee that God is going to somehow give me the money to go drill the well in Israel. So what I think is going to happen one of these days, in God's good timing, he'll send the money, we'll get the oil rigs, and we'll go find oil in Israel. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. 